You're listening to the Metamorphosis Podcast. What's up, girlfriend? Welcome to Metamorphosis with Mackenzie, where transformation and inspiration meet empowerment. Delve into the realms of science, spirituality, and personal growth as I share tools, powerful hacks, and captivating stories from my travels and experiences all around the world. Not only am I going to have you fully entertained, but as a self-love and glow-up coach, I'm going to have you on your way to your hottest, happiest, healthiest, and most successful self before you even know it. So sit back and enjoy or pop those AirPods in and get your hot girl walk on. Let's dive into it. Happy fucking day to you. I have one of the coolest messages today and I was just doing my morning routine, dancing. I've been having the best fucking morning. I've recently changed up what I'm doing and now it honestly feels like a party every morning. It's my favorite fucking thing. It makes me so happy. It raises my vibe, like all the things. And I had a doubt creep in while I was doing this. And So I was like, all right, here we go. Let's showcase it. Let's illuminate it. Let's dig into this because we're just going to get the, like, we're going to get rid of it. I'm not, I am not available for doubts anymore. I'm not available for fear or worry or any of those things. Like my own, my new mantra is just fucking try it. Just fucking try. Like (laughs) you've got nothing to lose. That's the attitude I have to have. Otherwise I promise you guys, like I would be too scared naturally to do the things that I'm doing but I don't have time for that. So we leap in. All right. But anyways, I had a doubt creep in this morning about something that I'm working really, really hard on manifesting. Okay. And this is a manifestation that would be like two years old coming in at this point. And certain things about this manifestation have changed. And recently I had the actual like full manifestation become available to me. And I declined it because it's no longer what I want. Like two years ago, I was a very different person and I valued very different things. And so while the manifestation itself has stayed the same, certain aspects and things about it have changed accompanying the way that I have changed. So I'm going to basically walk you through the self-coaching practice that I did with myself this morning to completely get rid of this doubt. Okay. Literally laughed it off. And I was like, that was silly. Let's go get to work. So here's how it started. I started thinking about it, my manifestation, because I, when I'm dancing, you guys, each song represents a visualization of me living in that life. So for example, the first song that I played this morning (laughs) is all it's glamorous by Fergie. So what I do is I play it loud in my house and I fucking dance around my house, singing, screaming, like Sometimes I dance in the mirror and get real wild with it. I've recently been practicing like twerking. So that's been kind of cool. I'm getting a lot better at that. And I swear to God, you guys, my ass is getting bigger. So it's, it's just like illuminated my ass to me. And now it's like my favorite thing. And I'm just like, I'm so happy with my body. Dancing in front of the mirror has honestly grown my self-confidence so much. It's insane um but also just helps make you aware of your body so that you can find alignment and create alignment for yourself that way and love yourself like you learn to love yourself so much like it's not about so much how you look either it's about how you feel anyways each one of these songs is the time that i visualize so the first song is glamorous and it's all about me visualizing myself flying in a private jet okay And that's something that I've been fortunate enough to like experience in my life. 
kind of, but not really. I was in like a really small plane that was on my birthday a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. For my fucking ex-narcissist boyfriend who made his, my birthday or anything like that was supposed to be celebrating me all about him. You know what we did on my birthday? We took this private flight. (laughs) You guys are going to be like, why the fuck is this bitch complaining? We took this private flight to, I think, Ohio or something like that hired a filming crew, filmed this entire video about it, bought a Porsche, and then drove the Porsche back to Wisconsin, where I was living at the time. The entire day was about him. It was all about him. He didn't get me a gift. He didn't celebrate me. He literally like woke up. I think, yeah, nothing. I don't think there was anything. I don't think I got a card or anything. We got home that day from driving this fucking car back. Like, Thank God the seats had massagers in there because it was my birthday and I was so fucking pissed that I was doing all of this and I was so sad because nobody was celebrating me. And God, this is back when I was like so enabled. Like I used to just put up with that shit. Why would I ever do that? Now I'd be like, um, okay, you you want to go take a private flight and go buy this car for yourself? Cool. Have fun. It's my birthday. I'm going to go fucking do anything else. Uh, <laughs> so... um. Unless that car is for me, I don't fucking want it. Or the plane. I would take the plane for sure. What was I talking about? So I'm visualizing my manifestations during these songs in the morning. And I had a visualization that I was doing and it was just really unclear. Okay. And I had this doubt come up and I was like, honestly, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to pull this off. Like, this is going to be a really big thing for me that I truthfully right now have zero idea how it's going to become possible, if it's going to become possible, like energetically. And because of my practices and the way I condition my brain, I know it will happen. Like I know my desires are simply something that I've already done. Like I've already done it. I've figured it out. I've accomplished it. My only job now is to like ask my higher self how the fuck I did it and how I got there and just stay open to what I receive and then blindly follow it. But that was part of the practice. Okay. Like that just flew out, but Um, so anyways, this doubt comes up and anytime I have a doubt of something coming up and I don't know how the fuck it's going to happen. And I'm really just like getting down on myself and like making a plan B or looking into other things or, you know, giving up, like feeding in the wrong energy. What I do is I remind myself of a time where I've been able to create and manifest something that did not exist previously. Like it literally was created for me, not by my own doing but because I wanted it and I got it. So I'm going to tell you a story of when this happens, because this is one of my favorite stories ever. And manifestation is something that I've gotten really good at. The more that I've looked backwards and studied how much of it I've been able to do. Like I've never, manifestation was not something that I always knew about. Like, honestly, I've gotten really deep into it since becoming an entrepreneur and like getting into personal development, because that's just the world that I live in now. But it relates to everything that I've been in because my entire background is in science and in medicine where miracles happen all the time. There are so many cases in medicine, you guys, where people will heal themselves or things will like miraculously change or, you know, I like there's just people will die and they'll literally come back to life. Like miracles happen in medicine all the fucking time, multiple times a day. And so when you're studying medicine and when you're studying all these sciences, we have all of this like black and white and I'm finger quoting it because there's technically no black or white in this world because nothing can be 100% proven. All right. Everything as science states, it 
cannot be 100% proven, we still have these like really dominant, like for sure things like gravity and whatnot. However, where was I going with all of this? Oh yeah. So I realized that, you know, my background in medicine and science has actually like really put me into manifestation, but at the core, like I know the scientific details behind how it works. So now I'm just, I'm a pro, like I'm a master at it, but listen to the story. So we're going back to when I was, I think I had to have been maybe a sophomore. Yeah, for sure. A sophomore. Okay. So I was a sophomore in college and I went to school in Rochester, Minnesota, which is a tiny, tiny, tiny sister campus of the main university in Minneapolis. So it is the U of M. Um, it's just the a Rochester like location. And what's unique about this location is it's right in the heart of downtown Rochester where the Mayo Clinic, which is the number one clinic in America and maybe even the world, honestly, I don't know. It's just, it's a world-renowned clinic and hospital. Um, it's home base is there. So the entire downtown is made up of all these gorgeous buildings that are hospital things. Like there's, it, it's absolutely insane. Like, you know how, when you go to the doctor and there's like a radiology department and there's like a um, family health department and I don't know, like a research department and a school, like just all sorts of different things, right? So each one of the departments that you would normally see in a hospital is an individual building that the downtown of Rochester, Minnesota has, and they're all owned by Mayo. So the entire downtown is Mayo. And it's one of the most elite, beautiful downtown cities I've ever seen. It's very family oriented. It's full of doctors, researchers, um, professors, a small population of students, and just a lot of professionals, like a lot of small business owners. It's, it's a really amazing place. Like I'm so grateful that I lived there for three and a half years. And so my sophomore year of college, I heard about this internship with Mayo Medical School and I was like, holy fuck, that's going to look phenomenal on my transcripts and like on my resume when I'm applying to medical schools, especially because I want to go to Mayo Medical School. Um, so of course I have to do this. So I applied, I got accepted and I went through the internship and the internship was a few months long. I did it while I was studying, while I was working, all of the things and I fell in love with it and I fell in love with like the team and the students and like the advisors and the board members and the guest speakers and everybody that I was able to network with and all the skills I was able to learn. Like you guys, we were going through full boot camps. Like I know how to suture. I know how to like, <laughs> I know how to do like, what is the field medicine? I know how to do field medicine. I know all sorts of different things. It's pre-med insight. So like you basically just go in depth to the world of medicine with them. And so I got this, I got this internship, made a lot of relationships. Like I took a leadership position at some point to lead like a activity that was outside of the like normal schedule. And so anyways, at the end of it, I was so happy with my experience and so passionate about the mission of the internship and like what we were learning and who we were connecting with and who I became in that process. And so I approached one of the board members afterwards and I said, Hey, I don't know how it's possible or if it's possible, but I want to somehow continue working with you guys. I want to continue being a part of this because it's something that is so meaningful for me. And I've had such an amazing experience. I want to help. Like, I want, I want to be a part of this. How can I be a part of this? And she said, 
I'm, you know, amazed and like very grateful for you expressing the amazing experience you had, but we have nothing available like that. So, um, sorry, but like, it's like, I just, there's nothing. And I was like, all right, you know, thank you for hearing me out. And if you think of something, let me know, like, if you reconsider, let me know, but I'm just grateful and have a great day. And I think we had two more sessions after this. So it's like two more months. Cause it was once a month. And what I didn't know at the time is that she had gone and she had talked to all the rest of the board members, which are people from different departments all over Mayo Medical School, Mayo Clinic, um, directors, administrators, like very important high up people. And what they ended up doing and announcing on the final day of our session or our final session was that they had opened up two seats on the board for interns to work on the board the following year of the internship. So now there is permanently two seats on the board of Mayo Medical School's PMI internship in Rochester, Minnesota. And I applied to that program and I got accepted. And then the following year, I got to be on the board of this internship and I was published. I got to do research. Like it was such an amazing experience. And it was something that did not exist, but I had a desire so deep to make meaningful impact and be a part of this mission and like create something and work with these people and just like I don't know I was just I had such an amazing experience networking and connecting and learning all these tactical skills and like fun things that you don't get to do when you're a pre-med when you're a pre-med you're typically a CNA getting clinical work which means you're wiping ass at a nursing home and administering medications and things like that which I did work at Mayo's um like charter house. It's like their retirement. Um, it's like a nursing home, but for Mayo doctors and employees only, and it's really expensive. So it's typically only like the best doctors. So I got to network with all of them and get to know all of them and like really soak up the wisdom they had, which was amazing in my lifetime. But yeah, so I was working and doing that, but there was no fun action. Like I wanted to be in ORs, like you can shadow, you can do things like that, but it's really hard to get into Mayo. And I only had that set up for myself back home. So doing the skills and learning all these things, it was just so amazing. And it, it hit me to my core. And I was like, I need to be a part of this, but I let it go. I let it go. And I continued to be myself. I continued to like, just exist in this high vibe energy inspired by what I was doing and who I was being and who I was meeting and like becoming and things like that. And so, yeah, I, that's an example of something that did not exist previously and then came to exist for me. I didn't have to do anything other than ask for it. I had to ask for it. And that was it. It was created. And then I had to apply for it and then I got it. Okay. Like that was literally it. That's how things work with the universe. You make a request, you let it go. They design a plan for you. They'll tell you this plan. You're going to download this plan somehow. You're going to get a sign. You're going to get some sort of like idea. And then it's your responsibility to go because you need action in manifestation. The law of action is one of the universal laws and momentum just feels so good. You guys, especially when you're living in your purpose, like for example, me making this podcast is technically me working, but these are conversations that I would love to have 
any time of day, all day, every single day. And so it doesn't matter how much I work on this podcast because it'll take me, you know, an hour to film it and then however many hours to edit it and then upload it because I'm, I want my hands in the process, but I don't even mind. Like it just feels so good. And I love hanging out with you guys and I love talking with you guys and I love having this relationship build. And so, yeah, I like I'm doing the damn thing, but you have to do the damn thing. And then at the very end, the universe says, okay, the opportunity has been made. All you have to do is sign. All you have to do is be ready. You might have one more step. You might have to apply to something. You might have to release one more thing. You might have to do some sort of inner work to change a belief about what it is you want. But other than that, it's coming. It's already done. And so that belief or that fear that I had creeping up saying, I don't know how the fuck this is going to happen. I started laughing at it because I was like, honestly, I don't have to know how it's going to happen. That's not my responsibility. The how is not my job. The universe is going to supply me with what I need, whether it be a person, a place, an idea, an opportunity. Like it doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to receive it. And then because of that opportunity and because of me working at it consistently, I will achieve what it is I asked for. And so here I am sitting down to record a podcast because what I was doubting was part of my voice and part of my message on my podcast because it is scary for me and I got cold feet for a second. But here we are. We're making more episodes. We said, ha, I (laughs) laugh. From The Lion King, I just pictured the scene where Simba's like, ha, I laugh in the face of fear. I can't believe I'm quoting a fucking Disney movie. That's how you know when you're channeling things because- there are things that you have not thought about in years, songs you have not heard in years, songs you've maybe never heard, words maybe you've never heard. But anyways, that was a good channel. Yeah, I'm I'm laughing in the face of fear now. Like, I just, I don't have time for fear anymore. I don't care about it. It's not significant in my life anymore. And truthfully, I'm just not available for it anymore. So it stopped showing up. Every now and then it does come around. It's probably the inevitable, right? The law of polarity says that for every good thought we have, we will have a negative thought as well. It's just more about which one you listen to, which one you actually put time and energy into, which one you are watering every single day in order to harvest one day. So the moral of this story is that you don't have to doubt yourself. You don't have to. There's no reason to give up on your dreams. Things may be scary, but guess what? You are a bad bitch. It ain't got nothing on you. Come on now. Remember who you are. Remember that you lose nothing by trying. There's only two ways to fail, and that's by one, never trying or giving up because you will never get there. That's one way to guarantee you never get there. And two, the other way to fail is getting there, but getting there in a way that doesn't fulfill you or doing something that doesn't fulfill you. Like success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. Those are the only two ways you can fail. If you try and it doesn't work out, guess what? It's more information. And honestly, by the time it probably doesn't work out, it's probably going to work a little bit. And then it's probably just going to like fade. So like you've got time in there. You're already going to have new ideas. You're going to already have more momentum coming. Like it's not even going to phase you because you're already just like, all right, yeah, over it. I feel better doing this. Like it's more so just like a step in the right direction. Okay. So think of hopscotch. I just pictured hopscotch in my head. When you're on hopscotch, you're looking at each step ahead. Imagine that you can't unlock the next step until you take the one in front of you. So if it's two feet, you got to start with two feet and then boom, the next one opens up and lights up and it's one box. Okay. So now you take one box. You don't know what the fuck is next. 
You just know that all you have to do is follow the instructions to get to the end of the path. And the end of the path is going to come. You just got to do the full damn thing. Blind, uncomfortable, sacrificing certain things. It doesn't have to be hard. You can still enjoy the process. You should enjoy the process. In fact, if you're not enjoying the process, you're probably not building something you want to build. There are certain things that you're going to have to say no to in the short term in order to be happy long-term. But other than that, everything is enjoyable. You're going for satisfaction and fulfillment versus happiness and immediate excitement, okay? It's more of a slow burn process. That is life, okay? (laughs) That is life. That is business. That is relationships. That is personal development. That is everything in this fucking life. Stop doubting yourself and know that the only way you fail is by accepting failure. Know that the only way you choose doubt or fear is by accepting it. You always have a choice and you can always upgrade. I hope you guys enjoyed this message. I hope that this story was relevant and that you have now the opportunity to sit and reflect and see a time in your life where you've pulled off the impossible. All right. I want you to find that time and remind yourself that anything is possible because if you've made the impossible possible once before, a couple times before, guess what? That is a repeatable process you can do again. You already know how to do it. You already know how to do it. So do it again. Do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. You are capable of it. There's nothing that's stopping you. We don't need to settle. We got the keys to the fucking world. We've got the keys to the universe. We've got the keys to the fucking kingdom. I love you. Have the best day. Go kick ass. See you later.